I wanted to say really quick that today is International Podcast Day. How perfect is that? September 30th every year. So keep that in mind. And it was funny too, on my memories it came up and I was like, oh yeah, I, I really didn't even plan it, but here we are. That's kind of creepy. So uh, anyway, I'll go over the overview. I'll just do a brief introduction of how I got into podcasting, and then I'll talk about three steps to creating a podcast, and then we'll do some Q&A at the end. And of course, you could go onto the internet and figure out how to start a podcast. That's how I figured it out. And it took a lot longer than just learning from someone. So I wish I had someone to hold my hand throughout it. And also, when you go into the world of the internet, it's kind of like a fire hose of information. And so for me, it was just like, okay, tell me what to do and just like give me the host and the all the steps and I'll just do it. So that's kind of how I operate. So if you're like that too, then you can just copy what I did and you'll be on your way. Okay, so first is naming your why. And this is a huge one with any profession. And I remember, so I used to be an elementary school teacher and they said that in college. They said, frame your why, make sure that you're always going back to it so you can remember why you started. And obviously I didn't have a very strong why for teaching. I, I mostly became a teacher because my mom told me to. And so I, I didn't stay a teacher because that wasn't a strong enough why. And so figure out your why. Why are you starting a podcast or why are you doing what you're doing? What matters to you? For me, the first podcaster I ever listened to, her name was Jody Moore, is Jody Moore. And I listened to her back in 2019. And I had never listened to podcasts before, and I just really liked her message and what she shared. And after listening to a few of her episodes, she was talking about how you could start a podcast, and she just made it seem so approachable and easy and like it fit. So I began to see myself in that lens that I wanted to be a podcaster. And so she talked about being consistent. If you say you're going to release an episode on this day, maybe it's twice a month, maybe it's once a week. Whatever you say you're going to do, be consistent. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm a consistent person. I can do that. And so ever since I started in 2020, I've released a podcast episode every week, every Thursday since 2020. Of course, it it builds on that. And there's more that you have to do besides just being consistent. But that's where I started. And since I was just doing that for so long, I kind of turned into a robot. Okay, just release every Thursday, release every Thursday. Since I've reflected on my why and and what that means to me, then it's become easier to have that motivation, to have that fire, and to keep it passionate instead of just, like I said, robotic. Originally, I thought I wanted to start a podcast because I wanted to be really big. I wanted to be an influencer. I wanted to make a difference. And that was my why for a while, but again, like it, it just kind of fizzled out. And so the moment I changed from I want to be big to I just want to help people, everything changed. I found new motivation. I found new ways to get my name out there. I found networking and other purposes. And so again, it just all comes back to your why. If you can really name it and get clear about what you're doing, it'll be easier to reflect on that and keep you going over time. So along with this, I have the stages of learning, and uh, this is applicable with anything that you learn. So first, you kind of start out with that excitement, that passion, that fire. You're like, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change the world. And you're, you're kind of unconsciously incompetent. You don't really know what you don't know, and you're just kind of going based on what you think it could be, your vision, and it's, it's easy to start, and you can kind of see where it's going to go. And then reality sets in and you're like, oh, actually, I don't really know how to do this. I don't know how to make a difference. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm I'm doubting. I'm fearing. And uh, you need some guidance. You need a mentor, maybe. 
And some people are skeptical, and this is where they might quit. You know, they, they might not fulfill their dream. They might move on to something else. But the thing that I love is that you have to be okay with sucking at something before you can be great. And so I look back to my first few podcast episodes, and of course they're not great, but I leave them there because it shows me growth over time. And again, that's how you get better is you suck at something and then you get better. So you just kind of have to be able to stick it out. Then you move to persistence, and this is where you've seen some success. You're, you're consistent, and at this point, you'll either get bored and quit, or you'll keep going and really push it out, because there is kind of that stagnation phase where you have to be patient and trust in the process, and this is where the scientific method comes in. You know, you, you test different things, and you see if they work, and you, you kind of get more comfortable. You really figure out your niche and your branding, and then you're on to mastery. You're it's almost unconscious at this point. You can just do it. You've learned this skill and and you'll dedicate a lot of it to the lower brain. You don't even have to really put a lot of thought into it anymore. And now at this point, you'll need a new challenge. You'll want to go to the next level. And so I feel like that's where I'm at right now. And I'm, I'm kind of moving on more to the marketing and the business stage now that I've really honed in my podcast. And so that's why I called this class starting a podcast because we won't go too much into the marketing and the business because again, that's I'm back to the beginning to like, okay, I'm excited. Let's learn about marketing. Let's learn about business, how to get the word out there, how to make people find me. And so that would be like a part two class, but that's just kind of the cycle that we go through. So I started my podcast, like I said, in 2020 and it was like the end of 2020. So I was figuring out what my seasons were going to look like. I was figuring out uh, the trajectory of all of that. And it was perfect because then when I launched it, it was at the beginning of the year, 2021. And that kind of seems like a good time to start a podcast, you know, the beginning of the year. So if you guys want, you're in that same phase. You could figure out all your podcast details and then launch it in January 2024. With that, they say to get three or four episodes already ready to go and then publish them at the same time so that when people are listening, they have something to go on. They understand where you're going with your podcast, why you started it, how it's going to benefit them. And a lot of people, too, they start a podcast trailer, and it's just like 30 seconds long. I went back and added one because I didn't start with a trailer, and that is a good way for people to understand what the show is going to be about because (laughs) data will show you that the first episode of a podcast is the most downloads mine still it has the most downloads of all time and you know if it's not a good fit then they move on but sometimes it's hard because that's what they judge the whole podcast on you know is that first episode so if you have a trailer then that can kind of be the place where they see if it's for them okay so yeah like I said the nitty-gritty let's break it down I love the alphabet my podcast is called a is for adversity and I name the episodes using the letters of the alphabet so I use that same format here so for a Audacity is the recording app that I use, and I'll show you too on the computer in a little bit. This, again, this is where you go on the internet and they're like, okay, what recording app should I use? And there's a list of 20 or 40, and it's like, if you want to use the research, great. If you don't, like I just, I did a little bit of research and then I grabbed one and I've run with it, and I really like Audacity. I really like the features, and again, I'll show you. Okay, B is Buzzsprout, and that's my podcast host. That's where all the data goes. That's where all the episodes are stored that's just kind of like the home of my podcast and there's so many so many podcast hosts again out there and I just I just picked Buzzsprout and it's been great so it is free if you want to join Buzzsprout I pay $12 a month for Buzzsprout because it gives me access to more directories and what a directory is is like 
Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, which is soon going away, or Spotify or YouTube Music. So the again, Buzzsprout is the one that sends it to all those directories so that people can find your podcast. And also, if you upgrade, that lets you know how much content you can release at a time, like how many hours worth, and, and it's based on that. I'll show you Buzzsprout too in a little bit. And then C is confidence, and that's not just you know, knowing how great you are. It's accepting your weaknesses and your strengths. Jody Moore also says, like, you know what? If you do some B-plus work or some A-minus work, that's great. Like, it gets it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Obviously, my setup is very bare bones, but it, it gets the job done. And so last is a decent microphone. That's what you'll need. Mine was $30 on Amazon, and there's a huge range of microphones you could get. But, yeah, it's just USB. Works really great. I like it. And yeah, again, while we're going through this, if you have any questions, jot them down, or if there's something that I haven't talked about, make sure you write it down so we can visit it at the end. Now your content. (laughs) With that, you want to figure out what your genre is, what audience are you speaking to, who's going to be your ideal listener, and you could do some market research if you want, or you could just put it out there. I didn't really do market research, and looking back, I probably could have chosen a different name, but at this point, I, I've just kind of done a lot of the things with this name, and so I, I'm still going with it. But you really want your name and even a tagline to be how people identify you and, and what you're going to offer with your podcast. You can decide if you're going to have seasons or not. I have podcast seasons, so like I said, I name my podcast with the letter of the alphabet. And so once I reach Z, I start a new season. And I like to change my topic every season because I'm just so interested in learning, so interested in a lot of different things, which who knows if that's the best approach, but I really like it because I get to keep exploring and learning as I'm teaching others. But if you did have it more streamlined, it might be more accessible for guests because they'd be able to understand what you're going to each season. Maybe someone would like what I do one season, but not another season. So it's just kind of give and take. And then are you going to have guests? Are you going to have an interview style type podcast or a different format? When I started my podcast, I didn't have any guests. Well, I maybe had one guest my first season and it was my sister. And then my second season, I found a ton of guests and I was like, yeah, just bring it all in. Welcome everybody who wants to be on my show. But then my third season, I got a little bit pickier about what guests I was having, you know, because you want it to make sense with your branding or your personality or what you're trying to send out into the world. So it's not always, you know, everyone like take it all in. You just kind of want to be specific about what you want to bring in. Depends on your show too, though. For finding guests, for a long time, I used a website called podmatch.com and it's free and it connects you with people that either want to be guests or you can find guesting opportunities to be on other people's show and you just kind of create a profile and other people have a profile too and you can kind of read about what they do, what they offer. A lot of authors are on there. They don't even have a podcast. They just want to get their word out through podcasting or there are tons of podcasters on there too. And the only setback I saw with this is I would prefer more local guests or more people that are Utah based and I felt like it was just so like all around the world, which is great too. Again, with guests too, I found that in having a lot of guests, I was kind of losing my voice and the reason that I started a podcast. And so you kind of have to balance that with, did you start a podcast so that you could share your message or do you want to bring it all in and and have guests and have them share theirs too? So kind of a give and take. And then again, with your episodes, is this something that you could talk about for hours, whatever topic you decide to start your podcast on, or is it something that you feel like will fizzle out? It just, 
Uh, it's funny, too, because as I'm in the middle of a current season, I often think about my next season and what it's going to be, and I'm so excited about planning that. And so if you find things that you can talk about for hours, then it'll probably be a good fit. Okay, so this is just kind of a silly graph. I probably didn't even need a graph, but it was there in the PowerPoint, and I decided to use it. But uh, So what could matter to you right now about starting your podcast? Is it efficiency? Is it quality? Is it marketing? Is it making a lot of money? Is it something that I haven't even put on here? And so I would say I'm person A because efficiency matters to me a lot. I don't spend a lot of time editing. I pretty much just record and then I'm done. And so it doesn't involve a lot of time commitment from me. Am I sacrificing some quality? Probably. And then again, like marketing wasn't that important to me at the beginning. Now it has switched. And so I'll probably focus a lot more efforts other places, but as you figure out what matters to you, focus on that, and then that'll drive your behavior. That will help you as you launch your podcast. And I wish everything could matter, but it doesn't. If everything matters, then nothing matters. So you really have to just pick one, like what matters to you right now, and that will help you get your podcast out into the world the way that you want. Super cheesy, but there's a message only you can share. Your voice is needed. The way that you uniquely have this perspective and what you want to share, it can only be done by you. So I don't believe in oversaturated markets. I feel like everyone could be you know, doing the same thing and there would still be a lot of success, a lot of clients, a lot of people out there because there's something that makes us each unique and different. So we'll go into the question part. And of course, you can email me, call me anytime. I'm happy to help. I have some business cards up here that you can grab at the end. And then just a shout out to my friend Amber Giles. She's the one who created my like podcast logo. She, she had all these backgrounds that I have had throughout this show. So I use them for social media and things like that. So I would recommend having a graphic designer. I don't know. If you can do it all yourself, that's great too. But for me, it was super helpful in just branding and the colors and all those types of things. So that's Amber. And then my sister made my shirt, A is for Adversity, and she also made some vinyl for my car. So my car says A is for Adversity podcast, which is super helpful too. Are there questions? <sighs> yes, Erin. Jen, could you kind of show us Yeah, that's perfect. That's a great segue because I did say that I was going to show you what I use. It's like how to figure all this out. I'm going to bring this computer over here. So this is the computer that I use and it's funny because it's not even... <laughs> I, I seriously need a new upgrade. So it shows you that really you can just have any sort of technology and it will work. Like I said, I was having a problem with the microphones, but that's just a little thing. Clearly, like anyone can podcast because I don't have the highest quality of setup. Okay, so beginning to end. Oh, thank you. That would be so great. <laughs> if I can juggle. Good. Perfect. We're getting somewhere. Okay. So first what you would do is you would you would download Audacity, which is your recording app, because that's going to be how you capture sound, how you capture all the things that you want in your podcast episode. And so it's free to download. Audacity is it doesn't cost a thing. And it's funny when I downloaded it on this computer because it was actually a different version. So I was like, how do you do all these things? But I'm sure it's, it's pretty intuitive. This is where you can, yeah, you can select your microphone and you can figure out like if it's, 
if the microphone's picking up the sound. And so I'll just click record and then it. So right now it's just using the computer's microphone. And so there's the audio. And then once you have the audio, again, this is it. The microphone on this computer is not good. So that's why the, the sound things are so little, but you could go up to effect and amplify and then you just amplify the sound and it'll make it a little bit bigger or uh, you can, yeah, probably even like 20 decibels. Yeah, and so then you can play around with that. Like if the bars touch the top, that's gonna be not the best sound. Kind of like right here is that sweet spot. You want them to be pretty big, but not touching the top. And what I've noticed a lot too with podcasts, well, certain podcasts is they'll have their intro and then they'll have their episode and they're completely different sounds, you know? And it's like, that's annoying because then you have to adjust your volume. It's loud in your ears and it's not continuous. So that, that would be a huge thing that I would recommend is making sure your intro and your, your sound are the same so that, yeah. So again, you use the amplify or you could normalize. There's lots of ways to make that the same, but that, that's like a pet peeve of mine. So make sure that it's kind of all continuous. And again, with my, with a lot of podcasts, most, I guess they record an intro and then you just have that for your same season or your same little while or until you change it. And again, if you just record that ahead of time, you can just plop it into any recording that you want to. Okay. So once you have it in audacity, you would need to save it. And then once you save it, then you would export it as an MP3. And once you export it, then that's how it makes you able to, like, you know, it, it translates it almost so that it can be read by other mediums. Okay, and then, yeah, it just has you decide what you want to call it, where you want to put it, which I don't usually even do that. Let's see. Okay, and then we'll take it to Buzzsprout, so just one second. So now you would go to your podcast host, which mine is Buzzsprout. For your interviews for the most part in person or are you doing some through zoom yeah that's a good question so i prefer to do zoom because when you extract the audio it's perfect like because it's almost as if you each have your own microphone because you do and when i've done it in person i just have one microphone and so we either have to like both be the same distance from the microphone or it's just this kind of awkward i felt like so i prefer zoom but i have done it in person and i can show you too how to extract the audio from zoom if that's helpful we'll go back to buzzsprout another tip that i have when you're recording in audacity is if you do lose your chain of thought or if you say something you know the wrong way you could just let the sound pass you know and so when i'm editing i look for those big breaks of sound and then i'm like oh that's a spot where i need to edit so it kind of gives you a visual cue like oh okay go back to that spot so you don't have to like because I, it depends on the time. If I am confident that it went smoothly, then I'll just upload it and I won't even edit the guest or the personal interview. With guests, I pretty much edit all of them. But if it's my own and I know that I wanted it just like that, then I'll just upload it and it saves time from editing. But if there's one, just one little spot that you want to edit, then yeah, just leave some sound in between and then you'll be like, oh yeah, that's the part that I wanted to edit. Are there any other questions while I'm pulling this up? Um, are you going to make money? What I found with podcasting and making money is the people that make the most money are part of a podcast network. And the podcast network is a group of podcasters that are either similar or they have the same vibe or they have the same editing studio. And 
those podcast networks go out and find the sponsors or sponsors reach out to them and it's kind of like they're a big deal you know and so that's that's the tricky part is like if you're just starting out podcast networkers don't really care about you because you're small you know and unless you start out with a podcast network and you can figure out how to do that it, your, your show either has to just show really great growth over time or really a lot of interest. And then I think you'll be attractive to podcast networks. But I feel like that's the main way to make money. In my first season, I had small businesses be my sponsors. And so they paid me just because they wanted to support my podcast. And so I gave a little shout out to them and did a little ad for them in my podcast. But that's pretty much the way that you make money is through ads, paid ads. And so, yeah, again, like that's a whole nother topic is like marketing and making money, monetizing your podcast, all those types of things, because it just kind of is different based on each circumstance, if that makes sense. I don't know. Hopefully it'll just remember my login too. Okay, I can move these again, do this little magic act. Oh, see, I'm incognito, so I wonder if it'll even remember my... Let's see if I can remember. Probably not. Oh, okay. Whew. <laughs> I hate passwords. Yeah. Okay. So again, it says right there, my limit. You can upload another three hours of content this cycle. And the cycle is a month. So I pay $12 a month and it'll tell me when my allowance renews. And the, again, this just keeps track of all your episodes. So yeah, you would upload a new episode and you could drag the audio file or choose the file. And so we'll just find that test that I created. So again, if you don't save it as an MP3, it's not going to recognize the file. So that's why you have to save it as an MP3 and you just upload it. And then this is where you would put the episode title, the description. What's really nice is that you can have a tagline that you want on every single episode. So episode footer. So that'll just be on every episode and that's nice it's kind of like an intro or an outro you can just leave it there and it'll just publish into the show notes and then you can have your the episode artwork and that's where you'll uh, upload your logo or what you want your podcast cover to be like I'm in the process of changing mine it'll have my picture because I think that's a good one is if it includes your picture because a lot of people out there want to see you want to put a name to the face and then if you have a season it asks for that just to keep track. So yeah, this is my fifth season and then almost my 20th episode. And then you can put if it's a full episode or a bonus, and then that just changes how it reflects in the in the podcast viewing app. And then you can publish it immediately. You can schedule it for the future. And what's nice too is after you've published one, you can go back and change the air date if you wanted to. That was helpful for me because since I named my episodes with the letters of the alphabet, I published three at a time, A, B, and C, but they showed up C, B, A. And I didn't want that. I wanted them in order. So you can go back and change it. So I just made one the, the day before, the, the next day, and the next day. And so it reflected that change in my app. And when you publish your episodes, it shows up in the directories within 24 hours. There have been a lot of times where I published Wednesday night, and it shows up on Thursday. And so it may not be in all the directories at the same time, but... The directories are pretty good at like searching for new content out there and they update it pretty fast. Within Buzzsprout, there is some options for monetization. There is some options to get paid ads through Buzzsprout. I haven't looked into that too much, but 
there are ways to do it. Again, that's not my wheelhouse, so I'm learning right there with you. But um, So this shows me, again, here's the directories, and you choose where you want them. So again, like I said, I paid a little bit more because like I had to pay to, I think, to get it listed on, on certain ones, or like it had to be part of the upgrade. So if there's only a few that you want it listed on, then that's fine. But see, some of these, I don't even know what they are, but they're listed there. So <laughs> if, if somebody looks for my podcast, they're going to find it. So once you upload it, it's, it's pretty much out into the world. Which one have you got most listeners from? I'm assuming Spotify or Apple Podcasts? Yeah, Apple Podcasts is the most. And again, that's that's a good point. So here's your stats you can go to on Buzzsprout. You could figure out which episodes are the most popular, you know, top episodes, or you can search it by something else. That's a good question. Um, I've heard that Fridays are a good day just because it's like, you know, the weekend. Um, but... I don't know. You just kind of pick one and go with it. That's a good question. Maybe Mondays would be a good one too. People just starting out their week. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so podcasts that are an hour, like that's the most that people will listen to, but that's pretty uncommon too. Most is like 30 minutes, I would say. And mine have been 30 minutes or less. I didn't really want to stress about the length, you know? And so mine... Mine are about like 10 to 20 minutes. That's where mine fall, mostly because I feel like I'm talking to moms and it's like so busy, you know, and they're already listening to so many podcasts. So I just like to keep mine short and sweet and I don't want to like make stuff up if I don't have anything to talk about. So it's like, oh, I'll just leave them short and sweet. And other people, they have a specific reason that they do them or it depends on the format of each episode. One of my favorite podcasters, it's called Three and Thirty: Three Takeaways for Moms in 30 Minutes. And so that kind of goes with her name. So she makes hers each 30 minutes. Um, what do you do for music? Like, I listen to your trailer, your intro. Yes, that's a great question. If you go online, you can search royalty-free music. And that'll bring up, like, so many options. And you can download those for free because they're royalty-free. And it's just artists that have put them out there. And, yeah, you can just use it. Or you can... If you know like a local artist, that would be really cool too. Just have them make you a, an intro, a trailer. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions, comments? I'm, I'm curious too, like what do you guys want to start a podcast about? Or you're just learning about podcasting for fun? Yeah, it's been interesting too because, so yeah, I started a podcast and it's been fun to have guests on it. And they say that's a good way to grow your show is if you have guests that are in your similar niche because you're on each other's shows and that's how people discover you. And so I feel like I need to look more for people that are similar to my niche because then I could find listeners that might be interested in my podcast too. Because again, some of those guests that I had early on, like it wasn't a good match. And so maybe their listeners didn't care what I was really doing, you know, or vice versa. And so if I found more like mom podcasters or things like that, that might be more within my niche. But it's interesting too, because again, like the more guests you meet, like just the more connections you have, the more you're out there. And I've kind of seen that similarly with networking, because as the more people I meet, the more opportunities I have and, you know, you benefit each other. And then also I kind of have this sunshine community that I'm trying to build. So a lot of people, they'll have their podcast, which is a free option. And then later it's like, okay, if you want to take it to the next level, or if you want more information, here's the paid option. And so for my paid option, it's a sunshine community of women that want to maintain their identity. And so if they're interested, they can come onto the the paid side. And so in that way, I'm kind of my own sponsor. You know, I, I kind of advertise for the sunshine community or whatever you're going to advertise for. But 
the idea that came to me recently was, okay, I'm having all these podcast guests on my podcast, and now I have this group to go out and try all these events and help others and build businesses that way. And so I have local people that I've met, like one person, she does facials, and so I'm going to take my Sunshine community and do facials with her, or I know a relationship coach, and we're going to go to her event and about relationship coaching. And so it's, it's kind of just like helping each other and networking all in itself, so. I really appreciate you coming today and supporting, but if there's any other questions, I'd love to answer those too, or we can chat after, or anything you need. So, thank you for coming. And before we do that, I wanted to thank Learned Local. They're the ones who have provided this platform. Thank you. Like you mentioned, they are pretty new. And so I went on there to find an experience and there weren't that many because, you know, it's up and going. And so I was like, okay, well, if there's not one, I guess I'll create one. And I'm looking forward to attending more and creating more. So this is where I started.